The C-Town Funk is a podcast on legal, medical, and recreational cannabis in the Emerald City and does not endorse illicit drug manufacturing, distribution, or use. Please refer to your own state's laws regarding the use or possession of marijuana. Listener discretion is advised. Coming to you from Ballard, in the heart of Emerald City, you're up on the C-Town Funk Podcast, a podcast on pot shops in the 206, where every week we spark up and get down on culture and cannabis. From pot shop reviews to the hottest and freshest product drops, please welcome your host and cannabis connoisseur, the man who makes ball look beautiful, your boy in Ballard's own, D-York 5-5. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Seatown Funk Podcast. I'm your host, Dork55. I'm really excited to have you with us here today on our very first episode here on Thanksgiving Day. Happy Thanksgiving to each and every one of you. I uh, hope you're enjoying good food, great times with friends and family, loved ones, all those that you hold dear. Uh, at the end of the day, that's kind of really all there is, right? I want to give a quick shout out to my boy Grinch for the intro music here today. Those of you who want to uh, check out his music, you can follow him on Instagram, Grinch206. That's Grinch with a Y. Definitely recommend that you go and uh, check out his stuff for uh, some other great, really, truly great music. Yeah, I just want to jump in today. Here it is Thanksgiving. Just give you guys a couple strange suggestions. Um, For those of you who are uh, just looking for some uh, really good cannabis just to help make the holidays, whether a little brighter, a little more manageable, friends and family a little less annoying, whatever it is, uh, we got you covered, all right? First strain I want to talk about today is the Mac Daddy. This strain is on fire right now. Every grower is rushing to put out their own their own strain of Mac, Miracle Alien Cookies, all right? Miracle Alien Cookies is a cross of Starfighter and Alien Cookies. Right now in Washington, you can find it from a just at least half a dozen, if not more so, growers, including Sub-X, Subdued Excitement, right there at the border of Canada, which they are always so uh, eager to uh, point out for whatever reason. Goldleaf, another excellent grower. They have their own uh, their own Mac. Fat Panda, now they're one of the biggest growers in the state of Washington. They have an excellent Miracle Alien cookies. The only problem is that the only way, the only place you can find it from Fat Panda is part of their Platinum line, which is a good thing, but it's also going to be a pricier thing. Their Platinum line only comes in eighths, and they usually retail at just about $45 for an eighth, so it's not exactly cheap, but it is a truly exceptional strain and a, a truly great version of Miracle Alien cookies recommend it really really uh really highly house of cultivar they also have their own miracle alien cookies tried that last week for the first time and i have to say i was really really uh impressed uh house of cultivar is a uh i'd say on the higher end of the uh, uh the grower spectrum here in washington state uh used to be a bigger fan of theirs a little while back. Uh, I felt like their quality uh, began to uh, dip just a little bit, whether they just kind of started coasting or whatever the case may be. But House of Cultivar, I feel like, there's really on the way back. Um, they're, they're putting out some really, really great products right now, and chief among them is their Miracle Alien Cookies. Just pointing out another quick one that I tried yesterday for the first time uh, is a full sativa from them uh, called Sunburn. 
So for those of you who like the definitely more daytime, functional, um, cerebral high, rather than the more uh, indica body, uh, couch lockish type high, um, I would definitely recommend trying out Sunburn. <laughs> Back to Miracle Alien Cookies. Uh, Lazy Bee Gardens, they also have a, a Miracle Alien Cookies. This one I have not gotten to try yet. Uh, I have had some strains from Lazy Bee before, uh, and I thought that for the price, it was solid stuff. Uh, they're definitely more of a, uh, a more budget-friendly uh, grower, uh, and that's fine. Look, you know, uh, a lot of times, as in life, you're going to get what you pay for, but there's also going to be times when, when a certain strain, a certain grower, really just is consistently outperforming their price point. And I think that's kind of the sweet spot to find in, uh, in cannabis when you're looking for uh, new products to try. Another one for Thanksgiving weekend, uh, Mimosa. Now, this is, this is not a new strain. This isn't a, uh, an obscure strain. It's very well known, and with good reason. Um, it's a killer. Um, for my money, the best mimosa out there right now uh, comes from Exotics. Uh, Exotics is a uh, definitely a higher end grower, maybe maybe at the highest end, depending on who you uh, who you ask. But it is nonetheless a high end strain. Definitely going to be pricier. Single grams are going to cost you anywhere from sixteen bucks to as high as nineteen dollars, uh, depending on where you go. Um, but again, it is worth it if you want just like that special gram just for holiday weekend if you really want to indulge. Mimosa is a cross of Clementine and Purple Punch. Oh, let's see what else here from that. When you, if you do go and pick up that mimosa from Exotics, you definitely want to check out a few things. You want to check out the harvest date. For this particular batch from Mimosa, you want to make sure that the harvest date on that product in front of you, and you can look on the back label, uh, you know, it has all the different information, all the testing info. You want to look for where it says harvest date or HD, and you want to make sure that you're getting one that was, uh, that was harvested on 8.30 or later, so August 30th or newer. Um, anything... Anything earlier than that, I think you're kind of, uh, you're not getting the most value for your money. Especially with exotics, you run into this problem a lot because they are a higher-end grower and they are pricier. A lot of times um, their product doesn't move off the shelves quite as quickly as others. And that's understandable. That's not an indictment of their product whatsoever. It's simply a reality of the price point. Let's see here. All right. Candyland. This is a personal favorite of mine, one of my all-time favorite strains. Um, easily top five, potentially top three if it's really trying to sneak in on a good day. Candyland is a 70-30 uh, sativa-dominant hybrid. It's a cross of Granddaddy Purple and Platinum Girl Scout cookies, just two all-time legends, absolute legendary strains. The best Candyland I know of, in fact, one of the only Candyland, true Candylands that I know of, is made by Sweetwater Farms. Um, they're a grower that I'm also really fond of. I uh, love their packaging, uh, their labeling, their overall presentation. Um, and I say nine times out of ten, nine harvests out of ten, their bud is just on point. Solid, just grown right, and, uh, and, and done right, you know? Uh, let's see. Here's another one for you guys, Purple Gasberry. This one comes from 50-Fold. 50 50-Fold 50 is a grower that I've always had a, uh, a soft spot for. 
I love uh, I love their tagline, um, the tagline created by the head grower there, grown for me, shared with you. From everything I hear, this uh, this grower here, he has almost neurotic uh, neurotic like uh, standards for um, anyone trimming the bu- uh, trimming the flower. Uh, anyone working at uh, 50-fold, I know they just have incredibly high uh, and strict standards, uh, which I like. I think that the bud is always going to is gonna be better when that's the case. Uh, so definitely check out from 50-fold. It's called Purple Gasberry. It's a cross of Dosey Doe and Purple Punch. That's the second Purple Punch parent, uh, uh, or sorry, kid that we've had here. Current batch of... Uh, Purple Gasberry from 50-fold is hitting at 21%. And you want to make sure that you're looking for a harvest date of, uh, let's see, August 8th or fresher. Anything beyond that, you're uh, you're getting some older kind of bunk product. And uh, don't waste your time and don't waste your money. If you want a true, true sativa, um, really just will help you keep you... I wouldn't say keep you alert and awake, but it wouldn't, uh, it won't put you down in any way. You can still be functional throughout the day. Uh, is Chernobyl from arguably my all-time favorite grower, um, uh, at least in the top three, and that's Gabriel. Gabriel cannabis makes some of the finest, um, finest cannabis in uh, the state of Washington. And Chernobyl is one of uh, my favorite strains from them. Their current uh, current harvest Hitting at 26%, which is obviously uh, a bit above uh, the average, and that's a good thing for most people. Casual smokers may want to go a little bit light on this one, just to make sure they don't get a little too overwhelmed or jacked up. Chernobyl is a cross of train wreck with Jack the Ripper. So anytime you can name a strain after a serial murder, um, it's always a bit sketchy, but again, the strain is nonetheless uh, just on point. That's Chernobyl from Gabriel. Next one I want to point out for you guys for the holiday weekend, Sin Mint Cookies. Sin Mint Cookies comes from Freddy's Fuego, um, and their current harvest is hitting at 29.3%. You're going to look for a harvest date of 1025 or fresher. I don't think you're actually going to find a harvest any fresher than that. I mean, you're talking about uh, something that was harvested just over 30 days ago. Sin Mint Cookies is exceptional. Uh, it's a cross of Girl Scout cookies and Blue Power. It's definitely a hybrid. Um, really can't say which way it leans. Um, more uh, indica or more sativa. I'd probably say a little more indica if I had to, but it is a pretty balanced hybrid. And a really good high for people who just want to maybe, you know, smoke a little bit before dinner, um, kind of just take the edge off, remain still functional, but also kind of chill out. It's a uh, uh, it's a great strain for that. Freddy Suego, uh, they're a grower that I've had a love-hate relationship with. Um, but at the end of the day, I got nothing but love for every grower in the state of Washington. Um Anyone who's contributing to uh, the culture of cannabis in Washington State, again, they're all right in my book. Um, and uh, and this current batch of Sin Mint cookies from Freddy's is is very on point. Let's see here. Have one last one for you for today. Purple uh, Purple Pineapple Express. Now this is a new one. Just came to me. Shout out to my girl Savannah over at Have a Heart in Greenwood. 
easily the best bud tender I've ever met in my entire life, the most knowledgeable, uh, the most uh, just on point, really. Um, she brought this one to my attention uh, the other day. This one comes from a grower that I had yet not yet tried, Constellation Cannabis. Um, I had obviously heard about them quite a bit, but they're one that I hadn't uh, actually gotten anything from until uh, until Savannah said, you know, you should check these guys out. So I said, all right, I trust you. And it didn't disappoint. Uh, Purple Pineapple Express, it's a cross, shockingly, of Pineapple Express and Huckleberry Hound. Uh, it's going to be a, a a hybrid, and you would think it's going to be a pretty sativish coming with that um, with that pineapple express, but really this one hits more as an indica, um, an indica dominant hybrid at the very least. Uh, this one tested at twenty one percent, had a harvest date of uh, eight twenty three, so you're going to want to look for that harvest date uh, or fresher. Uh, you don't want to pick up anything um, that precedes. Uh, August 23rd, again, you're just really not getting the full value for your money, you know? All right, guys, that's going to do it just for the first uh, first little quick holiday episode from the Seatown Funk Podcast. I want to thank you guys for joining us today. It really means the world to me. I've put in a, a, a lot of time, effort, energy uh, into starting this podcast, and I'm just really humbled and, and just uh, happy to have you along for the ride here, all right? Uh, well, should have another episode dropping for you guys uh, tomorrow or the uh, day after. Uh, until then, have a great holiday weekend. My, All right, my, great. My city's Take us out. Yes, sir. Still at the top of the West. The spot is the best to be from here. My thought is I'm blessed. Yes, rolling in the city lights. Raised up on that city life. This shit is tight. Your town gets played to the left while my city's right. Killing mics. You heard the records, man. I rep the six. It's just a shit. But one of y'all don't never ever question it. And yes, again, love from the north to the south and the east to the west. Up a ballad is indeed where I rest. Check. You're hating on Seattle. No, you're not a concern. Y'all gonna learn. We'll kill the game like when the Sonics return. Uh, taking over everything. See, you ain't got we got so survive like heat rock smashing on them like the seahawks yeah we hot it's 206 and feet ain't weak see my city stays cracking like this these same beat Pete, you're from the town i i i know y'all feel me for real g why my 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 city's filthy north side my, my city's